0: Hey, peeps, it's um, 1 a.m. in the morning and I am still up raging. I don't know. I couldn't sleep, so I thought I'd jump on and do one. I was just thinking about, there's a lot of boxing movies on TV and I've watched a few of them and, and you know, they've all got their merits, I suppose. You've got The Fighter, Mark Wahlberg and um, uh, Christian Bale. Raging Bull, Robert De Niro, Southpaw, Jake Gyllenhaal, Creed, Sylvester, and Michael B. Jordan. They're all beautiful. They're all great. Obviously, you got your Rocky movies and stuff like that, but right now, that's all I'm seeing. And individual values for all of them, different storylines, different narratives, whatever, it's all, but it's, you know, they're all centered around boxing and bleed for this is a movie that um, Miles Teller runs um, Point on and I've spoke about him before. I love Miles Teller. He's in the up-and-coming Top Gun uh, 2 film. He will play, I think, uh, Goose's son who's grown up and uh, that would be interesting if COVID would hurry up and fuck off so they could release the movie. Um, So Miles Teller's been in several. We're talking Shit, the newer Footloose version, he's in there. He's in um, uh, Whiplash, which is with J.K. Simmons. It's the drum um, style movie. Uh, Crap loads of others, just minor stuff. But um, Bleed for This was a really cool role, I think. I like him for this because he plays the character of um, uh, Vinny Panziana. Vinnie, the Tasmanian Devil, and uh, he acts alongside of Aaron Eckert and um, Katie Segal, uh, Segal, which is uh, Peggy. I mean, how about your mother? But most noted, uh, sorry, no, how many mother? Married with children, but most notably, um, lead woman in um, Sons of Anarchy, and you know various other dudes are in and girls are in this film, but. Right now, let's just leave with these guys. So this movie, it was directed by Ben Younger. Ben Younger's, yeah, he's not bad. You know, he's done a bit, nothing, nothing to write home about. I, you know, just like to mention the directors in all my films because they're the, they're the, you know, they're the main man. But he's done a short films, um, Boiler Room, I think was one of his probably his biggest. That was back in two thousand. Um, you know. Nothing, nothing much, you know. He just, he just did his thing. I only like talking about this film because I didn't expect the way the events would go along, you know. So Miles Teller is a a, a decent boxer and he loves get the beat, the shit beaten out of him, which is weird in all movies because I think Mark Wahlberg does the same in Fighter. He likes getting taken, and then um, obviously Jake Gyllenhaal likes to get belted, and in this one, Miles Teller does the same. He just cops it. It's like they're waiting for something. Like, yeah, I'm just gonna take it and tie this other guy out. I get it. It's a bold strategy, but I'm sure it's just weird that they seem to do it in every every boxing movie that I've seen, really. Or most of them. It's just it's it's a strange way to get at. I don't think they do it in Creed. Creed, he's out there for blood, he's out there for, you know, recognition and and profile and and um, you know, he just goes at it and that movie's got one of the coolest one take scenes I've ever seen. But With this certain film, it's set back in the day, I believe it's the 80s or early 90s, you know, Trans Am days. It's uh, filmed in various locations. I did actually look that up earlier on, but I didn't manage to sort of touch on that stuff. But it's not hard for me to figure out um, where they filmed it. But he's he's just a crazy ass in the ring. But... He's he's under a class. He's he's like under two weight classes or one weight class, and of course he's just not able to get too many fights out there. And sort of shit hits the fan. His dad's a bit of a drill sergeant, and um, they end up having a bit of a drama. So he he couldn't get any more fights. He someone said something on TV that his career was over. He should throw in the towel. And like anything, they didn't have social media back then or the internet. So basically the TV. The news channels just basically put it out there and just sort of said that his career's over, which wasn't the case, But because it went out on national television, everyone's like, "Oh, well, his career's over. He doesn't need any more fights. They weren't up they were a bit upset about that. So the only way he was going to get himself some fights is if he went and worked with a with a um an Xboxer trainer uh, called Kevin Rooney, played by Aaron Eckert, and he he's amazing. All of these guys are amazing. Their accents—I don't even know where they're from. I'm um, Providence, Rhode Island, something like that. Like they do tell you at some point, but it's always hard to um, sort of mention. But it's—they've got this sound, yeah. Rhode Island and Providence—they they've got this sound where it's sort of like you know Bronx. Adage. I don't know where that Rhode Island Providence. I don't know where that what that sound is, but it sounds fucking cool. And they're dripping in gold, Liberace type shit. Italian shit. It's all cool. I love it. It's pretty. It's pretty funny. But when he comes across Aaron Eckert's character um, and he starts training him, he just realizes he just loves watching. He just loves getting the shit beat out of him. So he puts him into a bit of a heavier category, and he just finds that when he's put up against the test of the heavier, heavier fighter, he responds better and and trains better and works better in that those conditions. So he just said, "I'm thinking we need to move up a class," and he's like. Oh, you're thinking upper class and he's like, mm, maybe two. So they bump him up two classes and of course comes up against a fighter that's just like 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 blitz and he digs deep and ends up winning. And this is where the movie like you're thinking you're just gonna get that boxing story kind of movie, you know, um, hero's journey, just a boxer here and there doing his thing and then Gets bumped up a class, and he's like, "Yeah, I probably should stay down because that's what I'm good at." And but you know, he gets tested, and he gets a mentor, and mentor being Aaron pushes him up a little bit, and then he develops some friends along the way, and and of course, this is where the movie takes a turn in a good way, but you got to get through it, you got to wade through all the shit. This movie is about inspiration, perseverance, and just just fucking sheer will um he obviously wins his fight and he's back on the map as a mid like a midweight or welterweight or whatever it is and he gets a couple of perks gets some money gets some free time and he takes a bit of a drive in his new irock which which is trans am pretty fucking cool and ends up in a car accident so the true story movie this is true story it's it's insane well, the car accident's so bad, it wasn't his fault. Someone ran into him, and he was in the driver's seat. Obviously, we're not wearing a seatbelt, I'm assuming, but he ends up pretty fucked up and has a halo around his head, which the halo is that um, contraption that gets drilled into your skull on the front of your forehead and at the rear. Hold your neck in place, and the two options you got is either fuse the spine or fuse the vertebrae that are damaged, movement is limited, fighting never happening, or you stay put for six months the way it is and run its course and see if it will naturally come back to normal. But um, that's when, well, Vinny chooses the halo and he's going to persevere. And I think it was more the walking at this point that he was worried about, as you would. I don't think boxing even came into it, you know. Uh Rooney, Aaron Eckert was beside but by his side the whole time and that was never but you know, it comes back. I did read up some on some trivia that Miles Teller in real life, obviously, that's his name, he was in a a fucking huge car accident. Just like a almost it was fatal. Uh well not it was near fatal, and it was not long after one of his best friends died in a car crash, too. So throughout his movies, and I think you said in whiplash. I think you might see it in um, War Dogs. He wears a green, a green bracelet, and that reads "Buckle up for Bo." Uh, it's in his best mate's name, like it's in honor of him. Like "Buckle up" because obviously they weren't wearing a seatbelt. So you could probably think that it was probably a little bit of a motivation for him to do this movie. Um, not for the boxing part, but just because in the middle of the, the movie, it's got a, it's got a um, car crash scene, which is kind of touches him a little bit. You know, probably connects him with his, you know, pays tribute or whatever. And that's a beautiful thing, you know. That's that's just how we roll. That's not confirmed. I don't really know if he did it for that reason, but fuck it. It sounds pretty cool. I'm going to run with it. This movie took 24 days to film and only had a budget of about $6 million, and it did not take long to pop it out. I loved everything.